Hello, I'm Scott DuPont with another episode of Finance Your Movie, sharing tips and strategies to help you fund your independent feature, documentary, short film, or web series. Our mission is to empower you to get your money to tell your story. So as promised, we are back again this week with Rick Pamplin, a prolific writer-director uh, out of Hollywood, spent some time at Universal Studios Florida as in truly independent, now working in South Florida. And Rick, in case you missed last week's episode, we really got into the importance of a script for a narrative film. But Rick, I, I, I want to dive in a little bit um, this week to these filmmakers that are getting ready to pitch investors a documentary film but obviously there's no script. So, so what have you done in the past? And I know you've done a few successful documentaries. Yes, we've had, I, I've done two or three documentaries uh, that we've had great success and uh, you know, we won some awards and they've been distributed. And uh, my newest film, uh, which you know, when it comes out, hopefully you'll invite me back, uh, is also a documentary. Right now, the hottest genre in the world of cinema or documentaries, and they 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 can have the smallest budgets, but yet they have a potential of making you know tens of millions of dollars uh, and getting wide viewership. Uh, and the the public seems to have, for the moment, an insatiable appetite for documentaries. And I think that's because so much of other programming on television and news has become you know spin doctors and canned news and people want reality and not reality television because reality television, as you know, is scripted and fake. So yeah. the documentary is filling a void, I think, for authenticity. And as the studio films become more and more adaptations of cartoons and, you know, things like that, I think that this void is being filled by these wonderful documentary films. And I, I think for a filmmaker, also for an investor, you can, you can get a lot more bang for your buck, if you want to use that cliche. Return on investment. By putting money into a documentary and your chances of success uh, are great if you, if you can stay disciplined in the budget. You know, uh, if you're gonna make a $10 million documentary, you're probably not gonna have a great return. But if you can make a $250,000 to a $500,000 documentary, I think you're going you're gonna to do very well. Uh, and you're going to recoup that on you know, libraries and streaming. And you're going to be able to, to, to possibly get a theatrical because several theatrical films have broken out. And as you know, Scott, they've done $10, 12 you know, million dollars in, on a very small investment. So... Uh, it's not as overwhelming as the studio movies box office, but it's a very nice uh, uh, return on ratio for investors to look at. And also for filmmakers, if you can make a great documentary, you can do anything. Because in some ways, a documentary is a harder film to make than a narrative feature. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that organically happens while you're shooting it. So, so let's say you're an in, in, independent group of guys or girls trying to do this documentary. 
let's say you've got $200,000 you're trying to raise. So you're, you're pretty darn serious about this. And at that level, the, you know, the investors might ask, okay, the business plan looks good, but do you have any script or tell me a little bit more before I write you this $25,000 check about the project? What, what do you do? Well, that's an excellent question. In the old days, documentaries used to be, well, let's just follow Bob Dylan around, you know, and we'll make a movie called Don't Look Back, and we'll just take all this footage, and when we get in the editing room, we'll cut it, and we'll make a movie. You know, and Don't Look Back is a classic documentary. Well, if you have Bob Dylan as the subject, and you have a fairly large budget that you can just follow him around and film everything, and you have access, you might end up with a good movie. But that's not really how documentaries today work. Audiences are much more demanding and sophisticated. The structure, the outline of the documentary, uh, you start obviously with your concept and your idea, but you have to have a really detailed outline and structure of a treatment to be successful because audiences really want a story. It's storytelling. And what I've learned in shooting documentaries, if you have an outline, and you have segments and you know what you want to do, let's say a particular segment is slotted for six minutes in your outline of your movie, but the material is terrific. And you get in the editing room and you've got 18 minutes of material. Well, maybe some other segments that you allocated time to aren't as great. And maybe you had a six minute segment that became a three minute segment. What I'm saying, Scott, is the key is a flexible outline of the movie, but a definitive beginning, end, and middle, almost like a three-act structure in a traditional screenplay. And I talk to filmmakers all the time that don't understand this, and they resist it. No, we're just going to go out and we're just going to shoot this stuff, and then we'll <laughs> figure it out in the editing room. It doesn't really work well that way. And if you look at the truly most successful movies, the ones that really have connected with audiences, there really is a structure. There's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. The, docu the, 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 the outline, the document you're going to create is the spine of the movie. And, and there's an old saying that when I was teaching screenwriting, I used to say, you, you wouldn't buy a ticket and get on a train if you didn't know your destination. Well, don't start a movie if you don't know where you're going to end up. So you have to know where your ending is, where your beginning is, and what you want to cover in the middle. But you want to have freedom and spontaneity. So what you do is within those segments, when you're in the editing room, that's when you decide how long those particular segments are. Uh, the last documentary I shot, I had 100 hours of footage. The running time on the movie is one hour and 40 minutes. So you're able to shape in the editing room. The other thing about a documentary is when you make an independent low budget film, you have a very low shooting ratio, which means the footage you shoot, to the footage that's in the movie is very small. When you do a documentary, it's the opposite. We're in the golden age of documentary filmmaking. It's cheaper and it's easier to shoot than ever. The technology's fantastic. You can shoot 100 hours on a $250,000 budget and in the editing room, shape it into 
a pretty spectacular hour and a half movie. But it, it all begins with that spine of the movie, that outline. Otherwise, you're going to get lost. So, so that outline you're talking about, is that just a one-page uh, outline, kind of the beginning, middle, end? No, I would think it would be several pages with bullet points. And I, I, when I do a documentary, I do it in a traditional three-act structure. And I, then I go into each section and I bullet point and list out all of the things that, you know, you want to shoot. Now, here's what happens when you make a documentary. Sometimes things that you wanted to shoot aren't available. Sometimes other things become available. So you have to have flexibility to shoot all that. Yeah, but, absolutely. But, but I think the shooting ratio has to be very, very, very high. I'm working with a group in Los Angeles. They want to shoot a movie about a group of people, and they just want to go out and shoot. They don't understand the value of a script or an outline. And I keep telling them that you've, it's got to, you've got to drill down deeper and really flesh out the story before you start shooting. You could get lucky and shoot some fascinating characters, but if you don't, you really got a problem. So I, I, I much believe in my approach of having a structured outline, a detailed multi-page outline. Also your investor, Scott, the investor is entitled to and deserves to have that in front of them. Well, I, I, was say, just, I was just gonna say that, and, and you're one of the first documentary filmmakers, I'm sure there's some other ones, but you're the first one I've heard that has this really detailed outline. And you know, I always try to put myself in the investor's shoes, and to me, that would help distinguish you as an independent filmmaker if you're one of the few people there that really take the time, all that you described, hand that to an investor, hey, this is our roadmap. This is what we're going to do with your money. One of the great keys of getting money from investors, and I've raised millions of dollars over the years, is the more you can show them all of the pre-production work, the preparation, and the thought you put into it, they're going to have a much better confidence level. And it's very easy to say, you know, I'm going to make a documentary, I'm going to go out and shoot a bunch of stuff. But it's very hard to discipline yourself and say, I researched this and this is what it is. Uh, you also have to be very careful because there's so many documentaries, you don't want to duplicate what everybody else has done. So you, you have to maintain some sort of point of view or originality. Otherwise, why are you making a film? And I, I find that a lot of documentaries are repetitive and you know, they borrow from each other or they're similar. You want to have something that's original and unique. And that's why, you, again, you want to really dig into your subject matter and do a detailed outline and know what you're doing before you start filming. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree 100%. Once again, time always flies with you, Rick. I really appreciate your coming on. And uh, when that documentary does finally become available, I, I know, and I'm not just blowing smoke, every single person listening to this podcast will absolutely want to hear your interview about that movie because it's very relevant. So anyway, thank you so much. And uh, we will catch you again in the near future. Rick Pamplin, everyone. Tune in next week, or for more info, visit financeyourmovie.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you have a story to tell the world, 
never give up on your dream. Copyright Nemours Marketing.